Today is June the 24th. What were Jesus' parting instructions? Let's find out together as we read the end of each one of the Gospels. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, we finish up our reading of the Gospels. Please read Matthew 28 from verses 16 to the end of the book. Mark 16 from verse 9 to the end of the book. Luke 24, verse 44 to the end of the book. And John chapter 21. In these passages, there are only two things that happen. Uh, there is Jesus at the sea that we see in John chapter 21. And then in the Synoptic Gospels, the story of Jesus' ascension. In these passages, Jesus gives his disciples several instructions. We're really only going to look at three of them. The book of Luke, first of all, seems a good place to start. The story of Jesus' ascension is actually recorded in Acts chapter 1, Luke's story of Jesus' ascension. Luke ends his gospel with instructions given to the disciples. Luke 24, 49, And now I'll send the Holy Spirit just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. The first instruction to the disciples, wait in Jerusalem until the Spirit comes. They do that, and after the Spirit comes, eventually they go out sharing the gospel. In John chapter 21, we get another important series of commands. After Jesus reveals himself to a certain number of his disciples, he singles out Simon Peter. Simon Peter, who had betrayed him three times on the night before he was crucified. Jesus says three times to Simon Peter, do you love me? By the third time, Simon Peter was actually moved to tears. Maybe he realized that Jesus asked him three times to cover those three times that he denied Jesus. But every time Peter says, yes, Lord, I love you, Jesus says, first of all, in verse 15, feed my lambs. Then in verse 16, care for my sheep. And then in verse 17, feed my sheep. Part of the disciples' uh, charge was to take care of the group of Jesus' followers. Now, yes, they were to reach out. They were to expand. And they did that. But a large part of what they did was to also care for those that they reached out to. Then finally, in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus in verse 18, says, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples. The way the wording is there in Greek, um, 
there's actually only one command. The word go is a gerund, and it could be translated as you are going. Now, very possibly, gerunds that occur with imperative verbs, commands, can also take on the power of that command. So the translation, go and make disciples, is not necessarily a bad translation. But it seems to me that the focus of this set of commands is the make disciples. Jesus' command to us is to make disciples of those who are around us. Here at the local church that uh, I serve, we believe that God has called us to be disciples who make disciples. We each need someone in our life who's pouring into us. Who is that person? Let it be more than just the pastor through the sermon on Sunday morning. Meet with someone on a regular basis that you talk to, that you pray with, that is willing to call you out when things aren't going well. But that's not all. You need someone to help you be a disciple. And you need to help someone else be a disciple. Be a disciple who makes disciples. Those were Jesus' parting instructions. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this Sunday in the church of your choice.